Welcome to the Shift Changer Podcast, where we discuss the reality that shift happens and the most incredible experiences arise when we make a decision to be the change. All right. So we're on another episode of the Shift Changer Podcast, and I am so excited. I have with me a very beautiful person that (laughs) I just met um, today, and uh, we connected about a month ago off of Instagram, and I just felt a true connection. And so as I as she asked me a question, I had another one for her, and I was like, would you like to be on my podcast? <laughs> so I have with us Catherine Blanco. Yes. Hi. And um, she reached out to me for an event for my other um, company, which is Paloma Blanca, and that's how the friendship started. And so we're going to be talking. Today's topic is on forgiveness. I gave her two options, you guys, <laughs> just so you know. She chose forgiveness. I did. And so, um, Catherine, I'm going to call you Kat. That's what you prefer. Kat, Kat is good. So, Kat, I am going to let you talk, but I just want everybody to know um, that since I've met you, there's been just been like a true instant connection, and Yay. I'm so grateful, um, and I hope this is the beginning of an amazing friendship. Oh, um, are you proposing to me right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is our first date. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, you've been so fun to talk to. And I'm, I'm looking forward to your event, which is March the 20th. Yes, March the 20th. And it's going to be at your church. Yes, it's, it's called Mount Herman. It's on 8811 Sinop Road in A-Leaf. Shameless side plug. Of town. Yes, you know, you kind of set me up there, so I took it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it should be fun. Okay, anyway. tell us about you. So me, this, you know, I've always answered this in the form of an interview for jobs. So I'm always like my resume. But for this purpose, I was like, what am I supposed to say? So I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm a mom to a three-year-old beautiful little girl. So she's like three going on 13, I say, because she has all the sass and Mm. all the words. And they're all coming at me at once. So um, I wonder where she gets that from. I I don't know. and uh, yeah, uh, what else? I was born and raised here in Houston. Uh, awesome. I'm from A-Leaf. Uh, I've been at the same church for about 22 years. I've done all of everything from the choir to church, like Sunday school with little kids to try to play the piano, all these different things that I'm like, yeah, no, that's multiple not hats. what I need to do. Yeah, multiple hats. But it's been fun growing up in church. And um, that's where I met my best friend. That's where I met... Um, a lot of different people. It's <laughs> cool. It's cool. Um, and so now I I serve there um, as a speaker. I don't want to say preacher because I don't like that term, but I do speak. I'm in a rotation to speak. Um, so right now is actually my month to preach. So okay, cool. There's that too. I'm setting you up for it. Oh my goodness, yes. So yeah, it's been that's me. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so every time that we do an episode, I want our listeners to walk away with something for them to like it to stick. So talking about forgiveness or talking whatever it is that you want to share about forgiveness, share with us something that has helped you through this journey. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be a quote, a scripture verse, or some like a mantra that you've made. Yeah. So I don't know where I heard this or who said it, so I can't give anyone credit, but I know I didn't come up with it. Mm -hmm. But when it I'm talking when I'm thinking of forgiveness, the thing that comes to my mind and that I want 
people to just take that with them if they don't remember anything else of what we talk about is this forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's not for whatever situation or whoever did whatever to you. It's for you. Yes. Forgiveness is literally for you. It's the it's greatest gift of self-love and self-care that I've learned. So that's that's my my mantra now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've heard something similar to that about forgiveness. Um, and, and because I've come from the medical background, it's mm-hmm. when other people hurt you, you get cut. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't heal that, that cut of forgiveness or, um, whatever baggage you're holding right. on, you can go on and be basically bleeding on other people and not even know it because you haven't forgiven that person who, who wounded you in the first place. And I can relate to that on a, on a deep level of when I was wounded from a previous, um, relationship. And I hate to even get so heavy at the beginning, but, but when I didn't repair that, I didn't, you know, nurse that correctly. Mm -hmm. I would go, I went to the next relationship and would basically say, like I would bring that with me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know, that was my last relationship. Yeah. Oh, and I don't mean to I don't mean to treat you like that because but it's because my last relationship, you right. know, he cheated on me. Right. But what I'm doing is I'm just bleeding on someone who doesn't who's, not, that. who's yeah. not even like that. Right. And I'm gonna be real, real with mm-hmm. you because nobody taught me that. I heard this like recently as yeah. well, probably within the last five years. I went into my marriage. Wow. Telling my husband for the first two to three years, just cheat on me already and get it over with. Wow. And he, and he would one. tell me, I don't, I'm not going to cheat on you. Yeah. And he would He's say. Like, Where's this coming from? Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, you know, I've been cheated on in the past. And he was like, I'm not like that. And mm-hmm. so it took me years to trust him. Wow. Um. So I can totally relate to your saying yeah. of, you know, forgiving somebody, forgiving yourself um, really sets you free and it's for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, because then if you don't, you, you project that, yeah. that unforgiveness on somebody else. Yeah. And it's a mixture of, like you said, forgiving yourself, forgiving that person, that situation, whatever damage, regardless of if they earned it, deserved it, apologize for it, you know, because Dude, that's like, so Christ-like when you do that. It is. And that's the biggest thing that I've learned as, as I get deeper in my involvement with church is that, I can't be this person for anyone else. I can't help my daughter, my mother, anyone else if I haven't gotten myself right. Yeah. So if I haven't taken care of me, loved me, forgiven me, then I can't do anything else for anyone else, not like God would want me to. So that's and even I think that when it comes to forgiveness, I think that I think that's one of the biggest things that's come to mind that it's usually linked to a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so you saying that with your relationship, I'm like, yeah, for me too, that was one of the biggest issues that I had in a bad relationship and wanting them to say, I'm so sorry, or wanting them to say, I messed up here, here, and here. I will never do that again. I never got any of that. So I had to figure out like, what am I going to do about it? Like, am I going to be bitter? And I started to see, you know, like how you're saying with your marriage, how, mm-hmm. how you take it into other things. Yeah. My mentality started to change the way I spoke to people, the way I was more guarded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm becoming that person that hurt me. Yeah. I'm, I don't see me in the mirror. I That's see their exactly words. What I happens. see their behavior mm-hmm. because now I'm like defense protective mode of like, no one else will ever hurt me that way. That's no another saying of yeah. hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hurt yeah. people. So I'm like, I don't want to hurt people. Cause mm-hmm. I know what that feels like. And yeah. it's terrible. Why would I want to be that? 
you know? So, so yeah. yeah. So how did all this start? Um, share with us your story. And was this a season in your life? Um, was this a situation that happened to you? Um, would you say this is, was a spiritual warfare? Um, yeah, all share. of the above. <laughs> all of the above. I mean, and I think that it's like a, a tank that you have to refuel with forgiveness, right? Dude, it's always wow. going to be seasons and I've seasons never thought about life, that like that. Right? You know, like you, you re- people talk about refueling their love tank and things like that. But you have to refuel your forgiveness tank as well. I'm gonna because take that there's note. always, <laughs> take it, girl. Yeah. Like, let's share it. Put it on blast. Make a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, because, yeah, you it's there's always going to be the next thing yeah. that is not perfect or that is hurtful to you. Mm-hmm. We're human. We deal with other humans that sometimes it's unintentional. Yeah. Sometimes it's in that next chapter of your life that you learn the hard way or whatever. And you have to have that tank of, you know, forgiveness full for mm-hmm. you to be able to carry that into the next situation. So for me, like I said, it's all of the above. I've definitely had the seasons where I'm like, okay, it's been raining for a long time. When's where's my spring at? Like I need it to be beautiful now. Yes. And um situational. I think the main one with me was with the relationship um with my ooh, ooh, okay, why is it getting misty in here? Um <laughs> You're with, good. You're good. <laughs> oh, you got about this. this chair. Or you got this. That um makes you a little emotional. Um with the relationship with my ch- my child's father, mm-hmm. right? I'm on a parent team of one and I got this and I'm proud. Yes. But that relationship really messed me up. And so now I have my little girl looking at me like, what are you going to do, mom? <laughs> like, are you going to be a happy mom? Or are you going to be a sad, bitter, uh, men-hater mom, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, girl, you're going to have a prince and he's going to be beautiful and wonderful. And there are good men. Right. So having to like check myself and... Forgive, 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 forgive until I can't do it no more. Mm-hmm. And even then, still keep doing it. Yeah. Um, has been just ongoing seasons and situations. But that was my biggest one. It was just a lot of healing. And I think for me, it happened. The main, like, follow and that relationship happened at a very vulnerable time, which was during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even my whole self to begin with. Okay. I was very vulnerable and exposed. So... I can imagine that you would have hurt me as a regular person, but as a more vulnerable and exposed person, you really, you went for the kill shot. Mm-hmm. You know, you went all the way in there and you were trying to make sure I didn't come up from that. So, you know, to for that level of pain to come from some <laughs> from someone, from someone that, you know, you thought you loved was really hard, but it's possible and I'm stronger for it. I yes. can talk to other people about it now. People come to me for marriage advice. I'm like, do you see my hands? There is no ring. Why are you asking and me? And I think the reason why they're coming to you, even though you're not married per yeah. se, but a lot of married couples don't know how to forgive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of single people don't either. I think yeah. I think we all could learn yeah. from that. But but to be able to say, like, I forgive you. I mm-hmm. want to have a so good, a good relationship with you for the sake of our child. Mm-hmm. This is going to be for the long haul, you know? Um, yeah. So for them to to ask that, I think, is a compliment that they've seen that progress and that growth in you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's been such a journey. And I, looking back at it now, I would always tell my mom and, you know, church members, I was like, I'm thankful that I am where I am now, but I don't think that, you know, and this is me speaking in the past, like, I don't think that that negative relationship is something that I'll ever be thankful to God for. And I would really just walk around saying that, like, I'm not thankful to God for this. Wow. He didn't spare me. He didn't help, you know, 
And this was me, my emotional, immature, pregnant hurt, self. Pregnant self. <laughs> Not even pregnant. Like the baby blues postpartum was real yeah. for me a yeah. whole year of it. And not even knowing what that was until I got out of it. I mm-hmm. was like, I'm never, ever going to be thankful for it. But now I'm in a place where I'm happy, content, at peace. Being Amen. by myself. That's awesome. Loving myself. People are like, when are you going to start dating? I'm like, no. I'm dating myself. I'm dating yes. my daughter. You're like, are you single? I'm, in, I'm like, no, I'm happily married to my daughter. <laughs> like, that is Can my- I just tell you, like, <laughs> that makes me so proud of you. Oh, but, like, you. so happy. I don't hear... I feel like I don't hear a lot of single women yeah. loving themselves and loving the season yeah. and loving the past because it made you who you are. Yeah. I don't it's sometimes it's even hard when you're with someone to even love the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who's to say that you wouldn't have caused him the same amount of damage? Right. Um Probably. being in a negative place. Yeah. And then y'all trying to work it out, but oh, yeah. you're not forgiving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like always holding I, I mean, I don't, that I don't, yeah. I'm not God, so I don't know, but I'm, I'm, my mind likes to try to see like, what, how would it be if it was the other way around? Yeah, no. And it's good to see all the different angles. It helps. It helps you kind of like um, stabilize your emotions and like kind of unravel your mind a little bit because yeah. it's messy, right? Yeah. You don't see why, where, when, how can I nitpick this apart and figure out where not to do that again? Yeah. So, um. I have been in a process for the last two years yeah. calling calling trials and tragedies. I don't want to call them. It might be hard for, people, for someone to hear this. Mm-hmm. And so I mean this with the mo- most um, respect. But calling it a gift because it's not the gift. It's not like I don't, I'm not saying that someone who's passing away is a gift. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what you learn out of it right. is a gift. Who, um, what you experience, uh, the the connections you have with relationships, the connections that you have with God, or the lack thereof yeah. with particular people that maybe you, you needed to be away from. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that God wastes mm-hmm. those things. That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying, like, God, if God turns beauty or ashes into beauty, right. and if God can turn our mourning into dancing, then then that means I have to mourn first yeah, before I can dance. Right. And so and that's hard to to like even comprehend that I have to go through a trial yeah. um to have it victory in that. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I'm not trying to say that what everybody's going through they're probably going to be like, that is not a gift. Yeah. And I get that. No, and that's how I felt for a really long time. <laughs> that's why I want to be clear about that. Like, I, I literally was like, this is not, I'm not thankful. Even though I got my daughter out of it. Even right. Even though it made me such a more responsible, mature, God-loving, God-fearing person. I was like, I'll never be proud or thankful for those tears that I cried or that pain that I experienced that no one should ever go through. But I'm like, man, I'm so, like, I'm so dang strong <laughs> um, from it. And I don't think I would be the same person as passionate or as careful, or as detailed or as loving with my daughter as I am now if I'd not gone through something so life altering right. and something for me to grow right. from. Because I was like, before all of this, I was like super carefree, irresponsible, last minute. And I still have some of that. Like, well, it's not a miracle here. Like, hey, I still we're have a work all of in that. progress. Yeah, I still have some of that. But I think that it really made me grow up in the best way. It yeah. made me turn into this like powerful superwoman. And I it sounds like I'm 
just complimenting myself too much. But it really made me feel strong and proud of You're myself. You're good, yeah. Right? From this horrible experience. So it, it's all love. God knows exactly what he's doing, why he's doing it, the what gift, you need. The gift through that is God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the fact that what what you're getting out of it is God never wastes your pain and he always yeah, he never he, wastes your pain I like and that. and he there's this there's this podcast I listen to it's called nothing is wasted and um the the host has been through you know a terrible tragedy and but through that he has helped so many people turn their pain to purpose mm-hmm. and 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 so I feel like that's where the Lord uses our our pain and yeah. our tragedies and our trials and tribulations to point us back to Him, mm-hmm. point us back to purpose. And, and and a lot of times, it's the fuel we need exactly. to go maybe in an opposite direction. That was for me, yeah. You know, because even though the relationships I had where those those particular people cheated on me, um, I had to learn to forgive them. And I also had to learn to trust not only my husband, mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. Um, but it also taught me to maybe ask more questions ahead of time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, same. You know, it taught me a lot of different things. And so what, you know, I might have been like, you know, um, very passive. You mm-hmm. know, I went into like law and order m- mode when it came to dating <laughs> because uh, I asked more questions. Be me. So yeah. I had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But because my husband at the time when we were dating, he's like, why do I feel like I'm on trial? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say that you're on trial, but I need to ask you what your <laughs> you're you know, guilty until proven innocent. What are your political views <laughs> yeah. and how do you rear your kids? And yeah, what do you think? The big ones. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you feel about tithing and mm-hmm. how do you feel about family? I'm like, about to write these down. So Future literally, husband, I will ask you these. I would ask him all these questions yeah. and I even made up hypothetical like scenarios. Okay. And, and and I'm not kidding. You could ask him. And I would like, if, if he didn't answer right now, I was like, I can't believe you didn't. Like you would he's you like, hypothetically it's, hurt. He's me. like, it's not real. Why are you crying? Yeah. Because oh, anyway, yeah. so yeah. That's um so that's how it, it can it can go it can go in the wrong way, but it yeah. can lead you in the right way. Yeah. It's a balance. Yes. Yeah. So what has changed? What's the outcome from the shift of um this this issue where your ex hurt you during pregnancy. You um, obviously have a beautiful daughter out of yeah, it. Yeah. That's a huge change. That was, that was for sure. <laughs> yeah. That was a big change. But I think just like you're saying, my way of thinking, my way of approaching situations, it's kind of like I learned myself a lot better what my um, weaknesses were or mm-hmm. what the things that I wasn't asking up front or behaving myself like really everyone's my friend. Everyone has my best interests at heart. You guys all have my trust. Like it was free cookies, you know? Wow. And I'm like, no, people need to earn your trust. And I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, standoffish or anything like yeah. that, but cause I'm, I, I can connect with people right away. But as far as letting you into my heart and into my secrets and into my privacy yes. and into like these things that, that takes were time. potentially my, my kill zones, like that takes time, and I can. And before I was just like, yeah, everyone's good. Everyone, we're all good people. Because I was, you know, a good person. So I was like, everyone's like this, and I'm like, no. Now you gotta like just check people. Yeah. Just just watch a little bit longer and just listen a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big change for me. And now with my daughter, it's like, 
wanting to teach her that. I don't want her to go through these same dumb moments I had or these inexperienced moments. So I'm like, okay, how are we going to teach her how to be sweet, kind, a lady, but tough and, you know, powerful and self-loving and, you know, able to check these little boys? Yes. <laughs> how are we going to do all of that? So, you know, Keep she's... them indoors until they're 25. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably will. She's like at my hip. But um, I think she's, you know, taken up after me. <laughs> like... So that's awesome. Hopefully that's good. I, I can't wait to meet her. Oh, she's a lot. <laughs> she'd be like, mommy, when's my turn to talk? Yeah, she'd be <laughs> all in here. Um, but yeah, that's been my biggest like change. Obviously the process and my mentality, but like wanting to make sure that because kids learn, you know, your mom, kids learn not only by what you tell them, but by what you show them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I would make sure that I'm telling her bedtime stories with like superhero women in them and like all these things where I'm like, let me just tell her all these things. But then when we're at home and she sees me struggle with something or she sees how I carry myself in public or how what how I deal with like a, a tough situation. Do I lose my temper? Uh, you know, all these things. Wow. It's like that's when she's watching me the closest. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, dang, like I need to center myself a little bit better and mm -hmm. just watch everything because she doesn't care so much about what I tell her. It's more about what I show her. They do. You yeah. know? She she started saying, like, some little word. I forgot what it was. It wasn't, like, a curse word. But it was, like, something like, that's dumb. Or I don't remember. But something that I'm like, you're three. I don't want you talking like that. Um, And so I had this big conversation with her. And I was like, we don't talk like that. Use your words. You don't need to throw a fit. You don't need to do all these things. And just talking it, like, into her brain until, like, she fell asleep. And then that was that. And mm -hmm. then we go on about our business. And then I'm on the phone with somebody. And I'm just like, well, that's just dumb. And I'm just telling oh. whoever's <laughs> on the phone how dumb this is. And she, she waits. She's polite. She waits till I get off the phone. And oh. she's like, oh, mommy, so you can say that? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, no, girl. I cannot. I should not. What I should have said was... Wow. You know, and I fixed myself. I'm like, oh, she's watching. She is. Not, she's not listening. She's watching me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. That's that's my my motivator to like stay on this, you know, correctness. Wow. <laughs> my kids do the same thing and they'll even it's ask hard. me. Yeah. You know, like, so only mommies and daddies can do that. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> no. Not even us. Um, so I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That was not the right word or, you know, yeah. I shouldn't have acted that yeah. way. Um, yeah. And that's hard, like, being checked by a five-year-old. I have a five-year-old, oh, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. It is hard. Because I'm like, girl, if you don't stop. But then I'm like, all right, let's explain it to her. So this is the last time I have to explain it to her. Let's get it in there young. But, yeah. yeah. it's It's been good. So the last thing that um, kind of, like, how to summarize all of it mm -hmm. is what is the shift change impact? What has come out of that? Um, was that someone who shifted things for you? Was it you? Was it the Lord? Um, how'd this affect you? Oh, definitely all God, all the time. Like, it, it can't, I mean, there's been uh, vessels for sure, but it, I definitely have been more aware of when God's speaking to me and when he's saying, like, this is what I want you to do with that. Mm -hmm. This is, like, how to turn your pain and your, you know, your moments into tools and yeah. powerful moments and I think that I've used that a lot when I've um been speaking now at my church and in my messages I'm very like protective of how much I share 
Because I feel like a lot of preachers sometimes they have to get like those personal story connections. And I'm like, I don't want people to look at me. I want people to look at Jesus. You need an example? Let's flip the page in the Bible and like just find one. And that's the one. But in order for you to really connect with people, you have to say, I believe this because. Yes. Because this happened. Because I saw it. Or because I'm actively working on it. And I'm going to work on it with you. Because I haven't gone through everything yet. Right? Right. But I'm always like, we're going to go through this together. And we're going to figure this out together. Mm-hmm. And, and having you, you to, could be the only Jesus that people will ever see. And that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but God was like, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. I didn't give you a communications degree for you to go market other people's oh, brands wow. and yeah. things. I didn't, And I had to realize that because I'm like, why am I a storyteller? Why do I like writing? Why do I like journalism? Why do I like marketing things and thinking creatively for other people's things? And I still do that for a living, right? But God was like, I trained you up this way for you to use those tools that are used for other things, those commercials and those things that persuade people to go and do left, right, wow. all these things. I him. want you to use it to bring people mm-hmm. closer to me, to think outside of the box because people are waiting for that. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, so they waiting for me, God? Like, all right, well, we are waiting come. for you. <laughs> not just me, but no you pressure. know, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, I took that as like, I will not fail you because you never failed me. Mm-hmm. So even in my darkest, even in the moments where I messed up, I chose to do wrong. It's not just blaming people for all the pain. Like, you stepped out, girl. Yeah. You chose homeboy when you knew he didn't look right. You didn't listen to your mom. You you did it a little bit too. You were hopeful, you were crossing your fingers, but you put yourself there. And now it's like, okay, let me bring it back and let me see how I can, you know, be thankful to God for all the things that I've gone through and use that for for good, right? Yeah. And when we're talking about shift, right, we're, yes. we're ending it up. Um, I came up with this on the fly, a, so let's see. Put a bow good. on it. Let's let's put a bow on it. So okay. I, I chose shift as well. Awesome. So for the S, I did surrender. Surrender. And the biggest part. Oh, forgiveness is surrendering the expectations of how you thought things were supposed to work out. Mm. Surrendering your pride because sometimes it's like, I'm not saying sorry. I'm not forgiving. They didn't earn it. All these reasons come to mind. But I'm like, man, sometimes just lay that down at God's feet and watch him work. And that's been so major for me because I'm like, tough girl. I'm like, no. Let me tell you why no. And I'm and you're gonna hear me. But I'm I think like, that's nope. the hardest part for, yeah. for women like like yeah. myself and yourself and the other ones we've we've yeah. we've spoken to is we're very strong. Yeah. And and that's how I think for me is how I know God is working in me because I have the the will and the want yeah. to surrender to to what the Lord has for me. And that's really hard, but that's when I've 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 I'm at the end of myself. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I've already tried to mm-hmm. do things my way. I and that's usually I guess that's where it, that happens is you you're at the end of yourself because you've already tried yeah, everything. You've tried else. everything. You're like, no. And I think the I Lord allows it. you to go through those mm-hmm. things where you can try and so you can get to the point. I don't think he wants I don't think he's the kind of God that's like, I told you. Yeah. I, but I Didn't think I tell you? he, no. he yeah. wants you to want him to yeah. not be like, Well, I told you that already. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with surrender at time a lot of times people can interpret it as like a weakness moment like well I give up or I'm so like here's my white flag and like 
you know, I'm such a loser for this. No, but it takes a lot of strength for you to surrender. Yes. It's a big step. It's not a moment of weakness. It's a no. moment of, I trust you, God. Yes. It's hard and I'm going to push through and I'm going to still surrender. I love that. I love that, that you up. said that. Yeah. It's not a moment of weakness. It's like a strong girls and, and men, you know, we well, can I do think, it. I think that's where we see um, God's, um, t- God taking our weakness and, and, give, and making it his strength. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scripture verse on that and I can't recall it right now but he takes our weakness and he turns it into his strength and he wants us to lean in on him and it's when we do that and it's not, again not saying that we're weak but in this area yeah I am trusting you with this exactly and I am saying actually I am God I'm I'm not God and you are right and that. and exactly. I, I think there's a there is a strength in recognizing like I'm not good at marketing, right? <laughs> okay. Um, that's that's your that's your strength. Yeah. I will tell you, it takes strength within me. I've come a long way to say, I'm not good at this. I need you to help me with this. Oh my gosh, me too. So I feel like, like I will I Google feel like, it before I ask for exactly, help. Exactly. I will like, YouTube no. it, whatever. So I I want to also say like when you're talking about how um, I think that's also misrepresented, mm-hmm. misrepresentative. I can't think of the word, but you know what I, I mean. I get you. Like. <laughs> There's a misrepresentation about what surrender looks like for Mm -hmm. a man or for a woman Mm -hmm. right now. And so I just want to touch on that real quick. There's there's this huge like idea that if you're surrendering, you're weak. Um, But actually, I am strong when I say, because I have to build up my strength to say, I don't know this. Can you help me? Yeah. Um, And when I've done that, I've had some of the best moments with my husband, with friends, with my with my kids. Um, surrendering that I mm-hmm. like I mess up too or mm-hmm. that I have a bad attitude. Um, and there's such great teaching moments, but yeah. more than that, I find so much strength because I often feel like people don't hear other people ask for help and they'll say, Oh, I didn't know that you didn't know how to do that. Yeah. I thought you know how to do everything. And <sighs> I'm like, actually I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and and then they're like, That's so cool that you asked for help. Yeah. And I'm like, like I respect that. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, and thank I'm like, you. Well, I should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, same. So, yes, okay. For sure. And then the H I did honor, honor God, honor yourself. Yes. You know, sometimes we, um, there's a lot of shame and forgiveness and surrendering and, you know, putting all these things before God. But when you bounce back and when you come through that, it wasn't you. It nope. wasn't you that did that. It was God and his grace and his purpose and his divine plan for you yes. that did that. So always going back to giving that credit there. That's good. Right? Because I think we were talking about it even before this. A lot of the times when people talk about inspiration and woman empowerment and all these movements, is like, you got this, girl. And it's like, yes, I do because my God is great. Mm-hmm. And he is the one that made every single part of this inside and outside yeah, of me. I didn't make me. I didn't create right. me. So I can't take yeah. credit for it. So I think that's a really big one. Um, and then the I, what did I write? Wait, oh, the I, the me, that self-love part, I think, is what um, when I talked about um, forgiveness is a gift for you, not mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I think it's like, man you have to learn to love yourself enough to forgive you and others. Because if you don't think of yourself, nobody else will. Right. Right. If you think that you can mask this or cover it up or keep going like forgiving is forgetting, it's not synonymous. It's not the same thing. Or forgiving is like ignoring that it ever happened and not learning from it. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, respecting and loving yourself to know that you're worth learning and moving on and going to on to the next thing. So I got a revelation um, a couple years ago about 
um, loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's in Matthew twenty two thirty nine, and it says, um, "Love your neighbor as yourself." Mm-hmm. And you know, you you hear a lot of people just say, "Love God, love people." Um, and there and there's another verse that talks about loving your neighbor or like loving God and loving others. And, it, and it's implied that you love yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the key that a lot of people don't talk about. And they think like, oh, I can't love myself because that's me being prideful. or That's mm-hmm. me being self, um, like into myself. Mm-hmm. But I think when we don't, loving myself is offering myself forgiveness, is offering myself grace. Um, and I don't think that we can fully love and forgive others mm-hmm. if we don't first do it to ourselves, exactly. do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I've, I feel like when I'm, when I've read this scripture verse that it's implied that I actually love myself first, right? um, that I love God and I love myself because God, cause God is love. So I can love myself. Absolutely. And then because God is love, I can love others. Exactly. And it's and, this, and it's the full same. Circle. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It, and, and, and I feel like through that, we're able to um, offer the same love and forgiveness and grace to others. Yeah. So I thought that was a good point. Yeah, for sure. And then on that F, I put like finding your balance, finding what works for you when it comes to forgiveness, because it doesn't look the same for everyone. Sometimes for me and these hard situations, I have learned that forgiveness means I forgive you, but I will not give you the opportunity to do this again. And I will walk away. For other people, it can mean forget I forgive you and let's try to work whatever this is out or let's try to do, let's start again. Let's start over. Yeah. Right? It's different for everyone. And finding what works for you and finding your balance is like the biggest part of of forgiveness i think it's per situation per season per like whatever spiritual thing is going on right it's very it's not cookie cutter right it's a good it's not a blanket statement okay this is how forgiveness works let's all do it the same you know um yeah. yeah i had something on that um so the particular person who um cheated on me um i didn't know he was married i found out months later when his wife called me. People do this, y'all. Dang. I had moved on. Okay. I had moved on from this this relationship and I got a phone call from his wife and she was like, Are you Monica Arnold? And I was like, Oh yes, may I ask who's calling? And she's like, I'm Joshua's wife. And the story behind that is I've dated three Joshua's oh and I married the third one and I had the fourth as the son as my last. So um <laughs> it's a good name. And so um <laughs> She said some very hurtful things to me. And I wanted to reconcile with her. Okay. So I met up with her. Wow. And met up with him to try to make things right. Because I felt like, man, I don't I don't want to be the reason that someone's marriage yeah. is broken. Yeah. Right. And realizing what I had done, not knowing that I didn't know. Like unintentionally. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know. So I was trying to make it right. And they both said some very, very hurtful things to me um, that brought in wounds from from years yeah years and um i went through a course called the freedom freedom course Mm -hmm. and and it talks about different chambers of your heart and areas where you need to find freedom Mm -hmm. and i shared with that group that um you know you were saying like freedom looks different for different people Mm -hmm. in different seasons and i didn't realize i was holding um bitterness and resentment towards her 
even though it wasn't her fault. Right. And, um, and I shared with them and I remember I felt like I was like, I felt ready to say that I forgave her Mm -hmm. and that I understood her more than that. I understood her because now as a married person and with having children and I knew that they had a daughter, um, I understood why she did what she did, yeah. even though it was twisted. Yeah. I understood what she was doing, and that was her way of fighting for her marriage and her mm. relationship, as weird as it was. Yeah. I can't say that I wouldn't do that if it were me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I was able to first forgive her to myself, like by myself, mm-hmm. and, and say that to God, and then told my husband about it. And then I shared it with people. And they were like, does your husband know? And I'm like, he's right here. <laughs> they were like, oh my gosh. But I remember just being like, I'm letting go of the past. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It just, and it's, so I, finding your balance yeah. in forgiveness is good because um, maybe there's people who don't realize that they're, that they're, um, there's unforgiveness. So for me, it was. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah, it always comes up. So I yeah. just wanted to touch on that. Like yeah. that's, that for me was. Um, like a twenty-year journey that I yeah. went through, I didn't realize that yeah. I still had this this thing inside of me that yeah. had rooted so deep. Yeah, I, I, you know, I now that you say that, I did have a moment like that. Not even talking about this relationship, but like way from a long time ago that I didn't realize that I didn't have like I wasn't I was holding on to this thing, you know. And just real quick, it was um, my dad passed away when I was twelve. Um, before that he had moved to the Dominican Republic like two years before he passed away because my dad was a interesting man. Um, he was loving and a good husband and a good dad and all these things, but he was a hustler and not the correct way. Okay. So he had to leave the country or he would be in jail. Okay. Um, so he went back and it was a hard moment. And my dad also had like heart problems. So he had had open heart surgery, like that whole scar. He's like, if I go to jail, I'm going to die in jail. And at the point where things were like unraveling in the legal system, he had long stopped doing all his side hustles that weren't correct. But the reason why things were coming up legally was because my uncle also did that with him. Mm. He got caught. My uncle got caught. For some weird way, he got caught and he went to jail. And you know how they do the movies. They're like, well, if you give up some names, you shouldn't. So I understand him now as a parent. Um, he was thinking about his kids. He was thinking about getting out. Yeah. Even if it meant burning other relationships with, yeah. with my mom, his sister, and yeah. my dad, um, his brother-in-law, he was giving up names. He gave my, da- my dad's name up. My dad was like, I was chilling at home, you know, and now I have to, like, figure out what I'm going to do quickly. Um, and so it was a really hard time for our whole family. My mom was in the middle. It was her brother and her husband. Wow. My grandma, you know, she lived with me and, you know, my family and uh, my dad. And so he was the provider for my grandmother, but that was her baby son that was going to jail. So it was a whole hot mess. And I, I thought I understood it when I was like 12 or something. I thought I understood it. I thought I was like, man, it just sucked. And these decisions were made because Mm -hmm. of all these reasons. And my family was always very open to us about it. I went and visited my uncle in jail. Like we, that was a thing that we would do, like a whole road trip family thing, going and doing these things. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, I didn't think I had any resentment towards him until I grew up later and I saw him, my uncle, and at his daughter's quinceanera, Mm -hmm. things that I didn't get at his daughter's graduation, things that I didn't get with my dad. And, oh, Lord, here comes the things again. My eyes. All these (laughs) things that I didn't realize that 
you know, I held against him. He didn't even know. Yeah. He didn't even know. I'm sure if he knew how I felt, he probably would be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I hope you can understand me or forgive me. He's a yes. pastor now. Wow. He doesn't, he doesn't know these things. I mean, now you know, you know. <laughs> like, um, But I had to like come to terms with that and be like, I release him yeah. from this because he doesn't even know this. Yes. I release myself from holding this on to this. This is so good. I understand why it happened. I know that God was working on something and this is how it had to go down. I know that they both made their decisions and they both had to, you know, deal with that the different ways. And it was just unfortunate that after my dad moved away, he, you know, the medical attention in the Dominican Republic isn't the same as we have here. So one, you know, bad episode of like him throwing up, it ended up being a heart attack and like nobody knew that he was going through this thing and, you know, funerals, all these things happen. I'm like, you know what? All these things come up later and you have to realize how to forgive old stuff and new stuff and, yeah. you know, things that you didn't even realize. I think realize. that's where you said at the very beginning, you need to um, fuel your forgiveness yeah. tank. Yeah. So I was like refueling it. I'm like, okay, let's just pour it back out. That's so good. it's needed. And then the last one I had was the T, take mm-hmm. the L. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the times we think about forgiveness as a win or lose thing. Well, they did me wrong, so I have to win or get them back or get something out of this. And take the L. You're not a loser. You're taking the lesson. You're taking the love for yourself. You're taking the loyalty to yourself and knowing that you won't put yourself in these situations again. That takes some strength, too. It does. To take the L. To take the L. You're not a loser. You're strong. When you take the L, let me tell you something. You are the most powerful person and kind person to yourself and wise to be able to do that. And so now I'm like, eh, I'll take I think Jesus, any day. I think Jesus role modeled this. <laughs> like he role modeled this yeah. so many times in the Bible. Um, and and we like to call it the high road because it sounds better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, because it's it sounds like I'm on a different road than you and I'm yeah. higher than you. Yeah. But Jesus always took you know, the lower, the lesser, the, mm-hmm. the it, it really is the road less traveled exactly. to take the L. So yeah, I think that is. was so good. And these were a really, really good lessons that you gave us. Um, and so to wrap up, where can people find you, Kat? Ooh, I should have things, shouldn't I? <laughs> like I should have like, find me here. Um, all I have is my Instagram okay. and Facebook. It's at Kat with a K. Not like the kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, with the K uh, underscore Blanco. Okay, cool. Um, email, are you good? Uh, yeah, no, it's complicated. Okay. It's not even going to be easy to remember. It's complicated <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm just That's kidding. That's probably a thing. It's not even come to me. I'll pray for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kat, thank you so much. For I appreciate sure. you taking your time, sharing your story. Um, real, raw, thank you, and transparent. You almost um, had me crying, but I kept the gangster. No. You, you good, you good <laughs> yes. girl. Well, that is all for this episode of the Shift Changer podcast. Um, again, our hope. My hope is that as you listen, you're awakened to the reality that shifts happen and you get the opportunity to be the change. Until next time, shift changers. Bye. Ciao.